0: This conversation was recorded on October 29th, 2020.
1: So I'd like to compare two verses today. The first one's in 1 Corinthians 10. Okay. And the end of the chapter, where we see something laid out that you've emphasized in your teaching. Right. And it says whether therefore you eat or drink, or whatsoever you do, do all to the glory of God. Verse thirty two, give none offense neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God, even as I please all in all, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. So you've used this verse as somewhat of a linchpin of these three people groups that God recognizes. Right.
0: Well, I mean, Paul says they are, so there you go.
1: Right, so the Jews, the Gentiles, and the Church of God. Nor
0: to the Church of God. Yeah. Right. Right.
1: Okay, so now turn to Philippians chapter 3. And this is one of those questions where I surmise that it's the case, but I'm not sure it's the case, and I just want your take on it.
0: Okay, what verse are we at?
1: We are right at the beginning. Finally, my brethren, rejoice in the Lord, to write the same things to you. To me, indeed, is not grievous, but for you it is safe. Beware of dogs... Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision. Okay. Is that those th- three same groups? I mean, the concision seems pretty clearly to the Jews. Dogs seems to s- refer to Gentiles. The evil workers, I'm a little bit less clear on. Like, could that be the church?
0: Well, if it was going to be parallel here, we would have to throw the uh, concision into the church of God, wouldn't we, here? For it to be truly parallel, but. Well, if it's going
1: to be. Does do it have mean? to actually go in the same order? What do you want to say truly? Like uh, purely parallel. Because <laughs> things just like... Or just parallel. Okay. I
0: don't know. You well,
1: can't... there's still parallels here. There's three groups. <laughs> okay. There's three bewares. If,
0: if, if you call this parallel, even though you, know, you might want to switch around at the bottom. Yeah, just the order switched.
1: Who's the dogs?
0: Beware okay. of dogs. dogs Weird thing can... to say to somebody. Beware of dogs. Dogs are Gentiles. Okay. The word goyim means dog, so yeah. Yeah, Dogs of the Gentiles,
1: the Concision. These yeah, are guys. are the Gentiles. Those are the Jews. The Concision, right? Because they want you to. The Concision is is a is a euphemism for the. Well, who sorry, are the evil workers? That's
0: where I'm trying to get to. Uh, but you, I think you the, want them to be the Church of God. I'm wondering. Well, you're paralleling where, no, you know, you're making this not parallel. I'm. Drawing lines. We put the Gentiles first instead of the Jews first. True. Maybe there's a reason for that. Okay, well, if they were completely reversed, we might talk about parallel, but they're... It's a different order. I recognize it's a different order. Yeah. Okay. Look. So who are these evil workers? I don't want to destroy the whole program today just because you're off to a bad start. Be careful, I don't, <laughs> don't want to do that. There's a lot here. Yeah, well, we I don't, I don't necessarily see that three groups here. Okay,
1: so you think the concision could be like of the church, and you think the dogs could be of the church.
0: Well, the concision is the opposite of okay. The, the word concision is a mute. Means a mutilated circumcision, right? Which is seems like a Jewish reference, right? Of course,
1: the Judaizers—they came they're, down from James, except. But I
0: think they're the evil workers too. You Wouldn't know? you beware of them? Yeah, I don't see the Church of God here necessarily. I mean, it's all—it all happens in the Church of God, and the, where the warning is to the Church of God: Beware of dogs. You know, the Church of God has to worry about the you know Gentiles prowling around. What are they after? Same thing everyone's after, I guess. And they're after the women. <laughs> it doesn't say sex, money, and power. Yeah, yeah. Okay. In that order, actually. Okay. Yeah. They're after the women. They're after they're the probably women. Probably after some power too. They know? might be after the guys. You know, it could be. Right. Evil workers. These. This inside. This inside thing. Inside the like church. the church. Dogs are like outside. See? Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, okay. yeah, these are. These are all warnings to
1: the church. So you're saying the dogs are the Gentiles on the outside. Finally, and the my Jews... brethren.
0: Okay, so now this is warning to the church, right? <laughs> I think I'm on to something here. What are you trying to do here?
1: So you say the dogs are Gentiles, and the concision are Jews, and then the beware of evil workers, you said that's on the inside of the church.
0: And yeah, they get in. Yeah, okay. So does the
1: concision. Well, of course, you wouldn't have to beware of them if they didn't have any sort of impact from, you know. Yeah, there's
0: are... none here that says, like, beware of your brothers that are blah, blah, such a way. Well, it makes
1: me think of Acts chapter twenty when Paul left these warnings to the Ephesian Yeah, yeah
0: I, I agree with that part. You're going back to First Corinthians ten. I don't know if I agree the order. Well, that's why I was a question. Okay, no. Okay, but of course it's in line with the warnings that that Paul gave in in. Yeah, Miletus, huh? Right,
1: and the warning was beware of two things in that case.
0: Yeah, the inside and the outside. Golly. That's enough to worry about all by itself, let alone adding in this third thing, which is a, a specific kind of false teaching. Okay, so I think you have to line this up. Beware of dogs. Beware of evil workers. Beware of the concision that is the false circumcision, which is Paul's... It's a specific wo- doctrine. It's a doctrine of circumcision that Paul has already refuted. Right, he refuted it. So he calls it the concision. All now. the way up to Jerusalem, right? Started at Antioch.
1: Right, they came down to Antioch.
0: We're the circumcision.
1: Right. Not them. That's what he means right here. We, the believers, are the circumcision. We're
0: the circumcision, not them. of the heart. That's right. We're the circumcision who worship God in the spirit, rejoice in Christ Jesus, and have no confidence in the flesh. We don't worry about whether our thing has been cut off or not. It's got nothing to do
1: with the Which thing. is why he calls it the
0: concision. That's it's, what he calls it now. It's a it's mutilation. Like, it's like more like when the Nehemiah called the thing held up in the wilderness. The Nehushtan. Oh. Right. It's kind of like that. More than, <laughs> we'll leave First Corinthians 10 alone. But, <laughs> get you, me up. you see, people can't see your little looks and stuff, but, you know. <laughs> They can't tell how you're cracking. Are you yet? talking about he- uh,
1: it? Wasn't Nehemiah that held up the Nehushtan? Wasn't it Hezekiah?
0: Yeah, yeah. I was in the book of Nehemiah. I was re- recording. I was quoting from the book of Nehemiah. Oh, okay. But it was no the book I of that was in Kings, isn't it? It was the book of Hezekiah. It
1: was the book of the Kings when Hezekiah? It was did, the
0: book of the King when Hezekiah okay. uh, called the, the, the Nehushtan, which meant this.
1: Here, here's what happened there for those who don't know that, yeah. right? There had been a time, look and live, right where right early that thing on, is
0: what you looked at.
1: Right, everybody was getting bit by serpents, right, right? and the uh, the Lord provided a way of escape, right, a way of salvation, which was by the hand of Moses. Moses was to hold up this scepter with a yeah. snake on the top, right, and there's well, it was look. a stake
0: with a snake,
1: a stake with a snake. Yeah, which the snake is somewhat curious there, but because the it snake? seems like a the snake on the stake is somewhat curious there, but maybe we can leave that aside. But they're supposed to look at it and live. Right. Right. Look and live. And they did. And, and they did. some didn't and they didn't live. Right. Right. We, we assume some some did. But the point of it was you believe what God says and you do that and you are saved. But they thought the point of it was, or some people did, this is a special scepter.
0: Well this is where religion leaks in, you know. Right. Like So they thought that had magical powers. Just like in first Sam first Samuel, Samuel went the Arc, Ark of the Covenant. The Ark, the children of Israel, that military thought that the Ark of the Covenant would have special powers, right, for them,
1: and so they kept it around.
0: Yeah, and they probably like
1: thought it was pretty neat. The piece of metal. The piece of metal. Oh yeah,
0: and maybe the first generation. They probably kept it, what kind of box you think they kept that in?
1: Probably a pretty nice one, pretty, pretty nice special block. one. Maybe the first generation just thought, hey, this is a. I'm where where do you to suppose they keep kept it? around? Where? Where? Yeah. Probably like. And, you know, alongside the other artifacts. Do you
0: think it got into the Holy of Holies? Maybe. I think so. Okay. (laughs) Right? Right? They began to reverence it like they shouldn't. Right. And
1: we don't hear about that, actually, at the time, right, back in Exodus. We don't hear that story, or is it numbers? We don't hear the story of them keeping it around.
0: No, no, no. We We find out much later. We We sort of find out that they did do that and that it had to be melted down because all it was was a piece of brass, that's
1: right. So this is all the way down now, 2 Kings, I found it, 18. Mm-hmm. And this is... Uh, Hezekiah. Mm, I can't have passed in the third year of Hushet. Yeah, Hezekiah, verse 4. He removed the high places, break the images, and cut down the groves, and break in pieces the brazen serpent that Moses had made. Mm-hmm. For unto those days the children of Israel did burn incense to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here's your religion. Yep. And he called it Nehushtan, which, as you said, means piece of brass. Now, do you think they had candles around it that you could, like, buy? Well, when you burn incense, it's, it brings all those things, too, doesn't it?
0: Were you around for 10-cent candles? <laughs> no, tell me about it. Okay, at the churches, they had these little banks of candles. Like, ready to burn. You would light one to, you know, move your prayer along. I've seen this in movies. So you could put a dime in and do a little candle, but if you, a big candle was, I think, a quarter. Well, Might have been a dollar. Adjust that for inflation. What are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know what they're doing today, but my I had a friend. Of course, some of us today you just put your phone flashlight on and you hold it up. Yeah, you know, knock uh, electrical knockouts that that are, uh, you know, when when people put in metal electrical receptacles, and then they knock the little hole out. They have the knockout. Okay, for like an LED light? Yeah, no, if you want your wire to go to the left, you okay. knock out that circle. If you want to go to the right, you knock out that circle. If you want to go straight up, you knock out that circle. Okay. It's a knockout. And it leaves a little round piece. Okay. Approximately the size of a nickel. Perfect. Which you think if you could file that chip down that was on the knockout, you could put that in a machine and it would work. You know, you put two of those in, you get a coke. Never did work, by the way. Mm. Yeah, never did work. Oh, but you kept tie. those things around, you know. You kept around just in case, just
1: like they kept the brass, the brass scepter exactly. around, just the in case. The fake money,
0: just in <laughs> case. Yeah, it was fake money. So, but what I was going to say is, my friend, see, when you put your dime in the slot to get the candle, to get the candle, it made a per-ker-plunk sound. Mm. People could hear it. Mm. It was metal on metal. Was it satisfying? Guess what my friend did? He probably kerplunked something else in there. Nah, he took those knockouts. Ah, just put them back in. So he would drop a kerplunk knockout in there during mass time. We were all watching him, of course. He was entertaining us. And then he would take a stick where he got to light a candle. Right. And he would just begin lighting candle one after the next. He might light 12 or 15 of those candles
1: he just gone, keep lighting them
0: off of a knockout, a slug. He's turbocharging his prayers. It wasn't even money that he put in. He's the guy that also, when he would reach in the basket to drop money, would grab actually money back out, and he would net coins. Wow. Yeah. He would drop in slugs, maybe some pennies, deep in the basket as it came by and grab hold of what was coming and get whatever was there. He'd come away with dimes and quarters and 50-cent pieces. That's hustling right there. That's hustling. That is.
1: So the Nehushtan piece of brass, circumcision, you're drawing that across from circumcision. You went from circumcision to Nehushtan real fast. Bring it back.
0: And votive candles. That's right. All the way out to votive candles. Because these these are the religious things people actually, you know, they actually do this stuff. They keep cards. Like, I got a picture of Mary. Well, what do you mean? Mm Mm-hmm. What do you mean you got a picture of Mary? Beans. Wake up a little bit. First of all, nobody has a picture of Mary. Right. Just like we don't have pictures of Jesus or Peter or anybody, you know? And then we don't have a picture of the Apostle John either. Poor you. You let, you know, and would and you pay for that card, you know, like a quarter or a buck or even $3? And you think for like $3, you can get some kind of benefit by taping that $3 thing up on your drywall? and that somehow spiritual benefit comes to you, that's crazy.
1: I think they they probably apply some version of Pascal's Gambit to that. Like, well,
0: it might work, so
1: better cover my bases.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Pascal's Gambit's useful in risk management, but but it matters life and death. You know, no, let's not do that. Let's find a different way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the way of
1: faith is far superior to the way of covering your bases, right? Hedging. Yeah, I mean, you can hedge for a a living,
0: and you still have to live by grace through faith. Yeah, I I know guys that do that. Right? They do. They do hedge for a living. They they do risk management, and and they risk, and um, that's how they make their living. And and but when it comes to
1: matters of the faith, I don't think uh, risk management. is No, no, no. It It matters
0: matters of the faith. See, even a great risk manager has to live by grace through faith. Right. So I'm just saying, yeah, don't you know, don't don't do this hedge your Right. Hedge your bet, logic, Pascal's right. Gambit. Okay. That $3 card is not going to supercharge your prayer, right? Yeah, I mean, you might do that, that for, your bases. I don't know, whatever you might do that for, buying a new car or whatever.
1: So uh, when the Judaizers came down and told Titus he should be circumcised, Paul didn't say, well, maybe
0: you should just in case, right? There was no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I had a guy one time that wanted to get baptized just in case. I said, no, I'm not going to baptize you more Terrible reason to do it. Yeah, I mean, his reason was that just in case— you know, in case I'm not saved, let me have the benefit of baptism or whatever it was. It was just superstitious thinking, right? Well, somebody told him that that you should get baptized just in case, but just in case. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was actually what he spoke, got up, and said. It was a really embarrassing. Baptism. Oh, he said that he was ready to get dunked. Oh, we light. stuck him in the water and said, you know. And you had to stop him right there and all say. All the best. Well, we didn't want to, you know, he wanted to get dunked. Right, his, but. His testimony beforehand was awful. So was he in the water? He was standing in the.
1: And were you in the water baptizing uh, people? Yeah. And you said, I'm not going to baptize you.
0: No, I did not. <laughs> you I didn't say that or you didn't baptize him? I went ahead and baptized him. Figured it didn't hurt. Oh, you did. You just said, "Man, what the heck?" He figured it <laughs> just might a help, case. and I figured it wouldn't hurt. So there <laughs> we we had agreed parties, okay. you know,
1: consensual. Yeah,
0: I've dunked, your... I've, I've dunked so many people in water over my lifetime. You know, I have a swimming pool, and I dunk my kids all the time. That's what it was. You know, was a swimming experience or whatever. He had his religious experience. We didn't want to deny him. Well, no, I'm not going to baptize you because you don't believe. Nah. I'll baptize you, just in case. Just in case you do believe (laughs) what I heard just now. What you know? What I heard from him just then? No. Yeah. No. Doesn't know he's talking about. But it doesn't mean that he. You know that it just means that he didn't have a successful profession of faith. Right. As you know, Jerry, there's no requirement of profession to to be baptized. I mean, there's no requirement to stand and speak out loud to people. No, there's not. But there, there's but no there, prescription.
1: Correct, but there
0: is a process, which is believe and be baptized. Yeah. So. And when it, a guy stands up and does and says something that's not believing, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just dunk it and
0: move on. You had to know the guy. Mm. He was a bit of a strange guy. Of course, he didn't last. He didn't last. Well, no, <laughs> How no. Could he couldn't last. He was a bird guy. He he was. Bird guy. Oh Yeah. Like he liked birds. It's what he did for a living. Oh, he did some kind of bird, like a scientist or something. Yeah, yeah, He was something Studied of a bird. a bird guy. Okay, and he got a bird job right here, right here in town. He got a bird job, like at the zoo. It was somehow connected to the zoo. I think mm, has
1: to be me. <laughs> Who else? Well, I might birds? have been the
0: university, but I think it was the zoo. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, he was a real genuine bird guy. You know, all about birds. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, and and he. Well, anyway, everything was fine until he spoke at his baptism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything he said to me was fine. Yeah. Before, but when he got up and spoke at his baptism, it was all terrible. So
1: he said, roughly, someone told me I should do this just in case God cares about I it. He even
0: or... named the guy that said it. He was very, very embarrassed in the congregation.
1: Just cover my bases here.
0: So I didn't know what to do, right? There I am. <laughs> what am I going to do? Say uh, anybody want to baptize this guy? Because I don't. Yeah. No, I just baptize. You know, I just, just dunked him, him in the water. Just dunk. You know, and and the fact is, that's all you really have to do in baptism. Nobody else has to say anything either. I was, I had a baptism one time that I organized. Oh, I didn't know what I was doing. Boy, that was real spooky because the people said, "Let's go down to the river and we'll be baptized down at the riverbanks." Not uh, good enough. Mm-hmm. Let's go down the riverbanks. We walked down the riverbanks about three miles. I'm going like, oh, and uh, everybody's lined up at the riverbank, and there's a little bridge right there where they picked good spot. The bridge filled up with people, just people. You know, it's an event. What you do today? We went to a baptism, big event. I think we baptized about thirty people, but we couldn't secure them in the water, and, and of course, nobody could hear anything you had to say because either. the current was so strong. The current was pretty strong, pretty near like a side to the, channel or somewhere that it wasn't so. Yeah, they picked a perfect place, except for the river channel was narrow there, and the current was swift. And it was loud. Yeah, nobody so. could hear anything anybody said. This is like a dangerous baptism. We had a chain of guys holding people down, holding each other. Yeah, yeah, we had a human chain of people holding people from going into the current. It was a great time, though. But what, my point is nobody heard anything anybody said.
1: So nobody heard this guy say his ridiculous statement.
0: Yeah, but in this baptism that we had, nobody could hear anything anybody said. Mm. So, and we were in danger, those of us who were baptized and were getting swayed away by the current and were being held by somebody, you know? Yeah. So we weren't interested in spent a lot of time out there <laughs> on what people had to say. So we just said, do you believe in Jesus? And they'd say yes, and we'd baptize them. So what's this, uh, we have this desire to formalize or ceremonialize it, these isn't things. Isn't it? Do we ritualize? We, yeah.
1: I think some of that's like
0: comfort. We want it. It's like comfort food. Yes. Just Here, have a, here, have a circumcision. <laughs> yeah, you know, It's a big price they're asking you to pay. Oh, for sure. You know, these guys are slipping into the church, right? These Jews, they're slipping in their evil workers, and they're going, you need to be circumcised. I've got just a thing. And you're going, "Ah, you know, it'd be really painful. And he does have that thing, and it would be painful for days, and maybe God wants me to be in pain for days. Mm -hmm. People think that way. That's like the religious flesh right there. You know, I'm just thinking about the married guy whose wife is urging him to circumcision, going, what? What? What about your circumcision? You know, can you imagine that little argument there? Mm. I don't know. She wants him to do it, and he doesn't want to do it, right? Yeah. Oh, that had to happen. Didn't it? Oh, yeah. There's a little group of women here that want all their husbands to get circumcised. Wouldn't it be great if they got circumcised at the same time? And the guys are going. That would be special. Because that Jew over there that seems to know a ton of stuff, that Jew over there is telling me, if I don't get this lopped off here, I'm going to go to hell. And then your buddy is doing it. You know? Yeah, there'd be that pressure. <laughs> now you're like, the, "Oh no, like, Frank's oh, doing it." Yeah, his wife. My is so wife happy. is telling me that Cindy says her husband's not even giving her any argument at all. Yeah, I'm sure it was a whole thing. Okay, so there's similar things that break out in churches, by the way. Similar things today. Diets break out in churches. You got to really, you know. Sometimes you got to eat a hot dog for the team. <laughs>